everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Gathering Radio Show here on the Para-X Radio Network. This is Heidi. And this is Stephanie. And welcome to the Paranormal Smorgasbord for April. Yay! Yay! Yeah, Super excited to be here. I know, I know. You were off last week. and uh, And tonight, well, tonight, so tonight we tried a new, a new software so that we could go live on Facebook. I think it really went off without a hitch, except I really thought we were offline and then we were still on. But it's all good. It was only a couple, it was only like a minute. You know what I mean? But I thought it, I thought it was pretty simple, and hey, now we can start doing that again. So it's all good. Yeah, you know, I I would have to be. I did, thought it was too good to be true that we didn't have any tech issues. <laughs> so the fact that we did have a tech issue sounds about right. Well, <laughs> it felt you right. Know, you like, know, oh, there the we are. Thing, <laughs> the odd thing is, is I clicked the M button, but apparently I didn't. There is another one that you have to click to, and I didn't realize that. So. Now well, we- and I saw the live thing still, and I thought, well, maybe it just, yeah, you know, I, I don't know why I thought that would be a different version of live than the one we just had when it was the same live. So now we know. Yeah, and now we do know. And, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out because I know there's also a way to still stay on after the live broadcast, you know, and chat because we do it all the time with Togi TV. So I'll have to talk to Annette about that, but we'll figure it out. So how are you? So you were off last week. I was. I was visiting my sister. My mom and I went to my sister's uh, because their kids were in spring break. So we went that we went down to kind of, you know, visit and divide and conquer since all the kids were home from school. And it was fun. It was fast. It was wild. Uh, and we had a good time. So but yeah, the the reception where she lives and even close to the hotel that we had to stay in was it's minimal on a good day. So yeah. I don't want to say, yes, I'm going to do the radio show from there. Cause right. I don't have a problem doing it from somewhere else. I'm fine with that. As long as I know I have good reception, I know I do not have good reception there. So, yeah. and uh, so that just doesn't work out very well. Yeah. It's all good. And I didn't, you know, like I said, I wasn't going to plan anything until I knew for sure you were because remember the last time you were going to go there and then I and then I had it all planned and then you were here (laughs) yeah but that was okay you You know know, maybe there was a 
chance, you know, and so like the day before I'm, I'm texting, you know, we had a, we called it a supernatural conversation and we had on, I called it my two by two by two Tuesday because we had two from Sim, two from Squatchers of which I was one, right? And then mm-hmm. we had Russ and Mark from Search for Spirits and it was, it was fun. It was wild and woolly and sometimes out of control, but you know what? It was, it was, it was fun. It was fun. And I, of course, without you there to ground me, I kind of forgot about a couple of things, but hey, I'm, you know, I'm guessing that's, yeah. It's yep. all good. <laughs> so, yeah. So, wow. So, what? A lot of things have been happening in the last week. And I just, I would just, I know I briefly touched on this last week on our show, but, you know, we all love Tokatai. And there was a big press conference last week announcing her coming home. So, this is such good news and we don't know when it'll be there's a lot to prepare there's a lot to happen there's a lot of government things happening but the people that they have that are on her side that are making this happen are huge they were all there um we they have this jim ursay who's the owner of the colts he's like a billionaire right and he has totally fallen in love with toki he's bankrolling the whole thing so how about that so they That's have cool big donor. They have um, um, Pritam Singh, who's been on Friends of Toki for a long time. He's the head of Sea Shepherd, of course, is on the team. Charles Vinnick, who's the head of the Whale Sanctuary, who moved Keiko all those years ago, is on the team. Of course, Raynell Morris Galahila from the Lummi Nation is a part of all of this, you know, and she goes down there quite often for um, Toki and healing sessions with her. And the mayor from down there, Mary, Mary Kava, and um, Edward, Edward from the Sequarium is they're all on board. So, and Toki's doing super well. They just had her um, health report. And I mean, things just couldn't be better. You know, it's just, it will be, a, we hope 2023, but mm-hmm. it's a while to push all this through. And she has to learn behaviors, right? They need to get her used to the that she'll have to swim into yes and they don't want it to be stressful it's going to be a long day right it's probably going to be 20 hours from the time they leave Miami until she slips into those chilly waters of the Salish Sea so she needs to be comfortable so they need to get her used to that sling they need to get her used to the cranes the lights but she'll be in like a, a box she'll be floating in a box and she'll have all her people there you know but um It'll be it'll be big, and it's it's not it's not a worry because they do this all the time, right? So, and the people who are on the team know, and and it'll be fine. But she needs to be comfortable, you know. And her two dolphin uh, poolmates are going with her, so that's even a cooler thing. That's even a cool thing too, you know. So, they'll be with her in the Salish Sea as well. So, so exciting, so exciting for that. So. Kudos to the team, and it's happening, and we are beyond excited. So I'm so grateful for that. So, yay! That is a huge thing that happened this week. Yep, that's awesome. Yes, yes. So that is my news. So we do have um, some sad news to report too. Mm-hmm. That is not uh, paranormal, but our eagle's nest fell. Yep. It did. I saw the video 
the day it happened, it was just like an hour or two after it happened, I saw the video come through and it was just heartbreaking. This big, amazing, beautiful nest that they say is like six feet across. Yeah. It's just huge. And it crashed to the ground. I mean, that last snowfall, it could not, the tree couldn't hold it. And the tree was old. It was dying. It is dying. Not was. It is dying. And um, yeah, it was it was sad to see. There was one eagle on the nest and one was out, right, getting food or whatever. Yep. So mama was on the nest and yeah. she barely got off. I mean, if you look at the video, mm-hmm. you'll see her barely take off. And I know for a while everybody was hopeful that because they thought she had something in her grip and we hoped that it was the baby. Yeah. But we later found out that it wasn't and the baby right. perished. I'm sure it was she died on impact, you know, yep. and that nest went down. Um, Cause they found her, I don't know, like 10 feet away from the nest or something. So, yep. but it's so sad. That baby was just born and just hatched like the week before. And mm-hmm. he or she, I keep calling her she, but we don't know exactly what she was, but there I go again, but such a personality and, you know, feisty and just told that mama and papa when she wanted to eat and she wasn't done and I, the two times I have watched them feed her it was just it was fun it was really fun so yeah so sad so you know we all need to say a prayer for that poor little soul but I'm sure she's up there flying high with the other babies who have passed away from that nest too. so oh, yeah. they're all up there they're all there together so but yep. yeah so, yeah, it was sad. But that's, I mean, that's how it goes. That's nature. That's, mm-hmm. you know, part of the deal. And yes. it's sad as it is, it's it's t- terrible uh, to watch it. But there's so much that we don't see as well. I mean, we're fortunate yeah. to have, you know, that insider viewpoint because of that eagle cam, right? Yeah. But this is happening all over the place and it we is. don't see it, you know, it so is. it makes it hard to see it. But that's that's the pros and the cons to having that access, right? Is that you it get is. this amazing viewpoint into something you're not going to see otherwise. No, never. But then you have to see the good with the bad, right? Yes. And we've seen that in the past. Like last year when that one sibling kicked the other one off the nest and that died. He, she died. Yeah, that was, you know? that was hard. It was hard. <laughs> oh, and, you know, for me and my owls, now I can't get over to see them anymore because the lake ice isn't safe to be on anymore. And so after that big storm, I couldn't get out there to make sure they were okay because it just, you just can't do it. But yesterday I was able to get a shot. I brought my camera and I've been going over there every day, but it's just, it's too far to really see, you know, even with binoculars, even with everything. And so I, um, Oh, there's the baby with the little halo. Oh, she was so cute. I got that picture. I just posted a picture in the chat room for those of you yeah. listening um, that I got off of the Facebook page that shows Mama and Papa and the little baby yes. before the nest went down. It was a few days Looks before like the nest went down. She has a halo over her head. Yeah. You know, just maybe that a, was a sign of what was to come. I don't yeah, know. It was an, it's an adorable picture. That's why I had to, I had to save it, it because on it my is. phone because it was just, it's so cool. So right. anyway. I have seen that before, but, but yesterday yeah. I was able to, I actually brought my camera to the furthest part of the other land closest to the Island that I could get. And I zoomed in as far as I could with my zoom lens. And I did get a very blurry picture 
of the of the nest box and it's fine it's up it's great and i actually got a picture of one of the babies looking up over the edge mama was not on there but you know those babies are about four weeks old now so she does i know last week before i couldn't get over there anymore she wasn't on the nest and i just had a heart attack i'm like what is going on and I, I found her she was in a tree just you know a few few trees away you know and papa was there too and she was just out for a flyabout, and I'm sure that's where she was yesterday, too. But so I think they're all okay. So, but this weather is just so hard. It's just so hard for them, you know? And even today with the rain and the cold, you know? Yeah, it's it's been a long winter. I mean, yes. October really is when it started getting cold and snowy, and yes. it's been, it's our third, for those of you that don't live in Minnesota, it's the third snowiest winter in the twin cities and yeah. it was interesting because i was looking at the other parts of minnesota and up by duluth which is the northern part of our state mm-hmm. they're having their fifth snowiest winter oh. which is interesting because we're at like 89 inches and it's our third snowiest and ridiculous? they're at like 128 and it's their fifth <laughs> snowiest <laughs> so oh sorry duluth. it's just been <laughs> It's just been, you know what I say, mama nature is cruel this year. She really is. She's just cruel. And, you know, I have, you know, because we have one of my friends um, from work, we have have an office in Salt Lake City, and he lives up in the mountains. I think it's on the way to Park City. And he's got a house back in the woods. My gosh, the pictures he's been posting on Facebook of these, uh, I mean, the snow goes three quarters of the way up these mammoth trees, you know, and there, there was one picture that he showed of his dog and he had thrown a Frisbee and it was like 10 feet up in the snow pile, (laughs) you know, and it just keeps snowing, you know, and it's like, oh my gosh, we think we have it bad. I mean, yeah, they have it like 40 times worse, you know? Yeah. So it's been, it's been an interesting winter, but hopefully we're turning a corner. Yes, they say 60s maybe this weekend. I have my fingers crossed. That would be lovely. You know? Mm-hmm. Although I pray for the all the people that are in a flood area because yes. it's coming. It is coming. The water is yeah. coming, folks. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to help our neighbor sandbag if she because she's right on the river. And she had to last year, and we didn't have this much snow. So I said, well, call oh. us. We'll come over when it's time. Yeah. So we're going to go over there. Man, it's not one thing, it's another, right? Yep, it is true. But that's how it goes. Yeah. What do you have? Do you have anything cool to talk about for that it's actually paranormal? (laughs) Well, so I have two things that, I don't know. Yeah, I'd I'd say yes, paranormal. But I had to take a little dive over into the... Um, James Webb uh, telescope, right? I've talked about this before in the show. And I was looking at one of the things that they posted recently. And it's a, a phenomenon called gravitational lensing that they showed. And it's a literal warping of space time that they could take a picture of it with oh. this telescope. They could actually capture space-time warping because of this telescope. So I thought that was super cool. I'm going to put a link in the chat room so you guys can see what I'm talking about. 
I just thought it was super cool. And anytime I'm looking at these images and finding this, you know, this information that they put out, I think is so fascinating. And you just have to think there's got to be other life out there, right? There has to be, because how could we have this many galaxies and this much going on in this infinite space and not have anybody else out there? I mean, whether they can get to us or not, I mean, I think they already have. That's my my perspective. But I think it's just fascinating. And then to be able to see things that, you know, there's more and more that scientists are able to prove about space or learn, I should say, learn about space because of this telescope. It's really fascinating. It really so, is. And speaking yeah. of that, did you see that? Did you see that? I had uh, one of the things that I had to talk about was actually from the telescope, too. But um, only because they have spotted this planet with a permanent sandstorm. Did you see this orbiting not one, but two suns, just like the planet Tatooine in Star Wars? I mean, I isn't that, that fun? Yeah, yep. I think that's that is really cool. It says, you know, the sandstorm rages constantly with material rising, mixing, moving during its 22 hour day. Holy cow, you know? Mm -hmm. Here, I'm going to post a link so everybody can read a little more about it. But I, that just caught my eye, of course, because I'm such a big Star Wars freak. You know what I mean? So, right. yep. that, that was fun. That's fun, too. So, yeah, have a look it's, at that stuff because it's cool. It is. It's super cool. And it's it's fun just to see how much is out there. And it, they're posting stuff all the time with this mm -hmm. telescope. So, it really does give us some cool insight into what's possible out in yeah in the universe. And so yeah. I just, I like to think of, yeah, maybe there really is a star Wars thing happening out there right now. Yeah. You know what How I mean? We don't. Yeah. Star Wars I and know. star Trek for everybody mm -hmm. who loves one or the other or both. Um, I mean, it's possible, you know, and it's so neat to have these images from space that tell us such a, a more detailed story, you know, but then it also opens up so many more questions. So it's just, yeah. it's fascinating. So anytime I can, you know, dive into something like this and, and look at their the images and the videos. And I don't know, it's just, it's cool. So I looked up, oh, and then in this uh, video link that I posted, they have um, a video down in the link, in the post somewhere here. Let me try and find it. Um, where they had a, oh, where is it? I'm looking, I'm looking. So they have the warped, time space and then there was a oh cosmic seahorse galaxy and so there's this video that you can watch and they're zooming into this cosmic seahorse galaxy so it's another galaxy and i can't even remember how far away it is um 6.3 billion light years away okay mm -hmm. that's a that's a long ways that's, away so but they're able yeah. to see this because of this telescope and they can zoom into it and while they're zooming into it i I felt totally altered. So it was, it was cool. It was fun. It was, I don't know. It just, it felt like I was in a spaceship going out into space, watching this video. It was amazing. So if you have a chance to click on the link and go scroll down and look at that cosmic seahorse galaxy and just imagine the, the beings that might be out there traveling with you from who knows where that are also watching this cosmic seahorse galaxy from wherever they are. I don't know. I just think it's yeah. It's pretty neat to think uh, about. It's, it's yeah. It's 
kind of mind-boggling actually you know what yeah I mean? it does it hurts a little bit to think about because my brain can't <laughs> stretch like that <laughs> i don't yeah. think sometimes but so i just kind of wow. let all the let the logic go and just just watch it and you, gotta, you know whatever i don't know it's it's gotta. cool and you know you never know well you know star wars there's probably is a star wars happening out there you know i mean why wouldn't there be honestly you know and you know of course now the new the new um the new season of the mandalorian is on so we've been watching that every wednesday with you know of course baby yoda the adorable little guy (laughs) (laughs) and it's really good it's really good this year i think you know i mean i always think it's good but this year it seems exceptionally well done so anyway yeah, so watch it if you have Disney+. Plus. You know, the other one I want to watch is um, Star Trek, you know, with Captain Picard. But I need to have Paramount for that, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't have that. So I think I might have to get that one. So, yeah, so that's where I went. Only, the reason I was thinking about it, too, is because I don't know if you were able to see last week. I know... Um, Part of it was one of the nights was during the radio show, and that's the night that we saw it. We were out looking at the planet parade. Mm-hmm. It was last week, and that was mm-hmm. fun. There was with the moon. There were there were five planets plus the moon, all yeah. in alignment, at least from our viewpoint here on Earth. So I thought that was kind of neat. And yeah. we went out, and I have an app on my phone because some of the planets you can't see without a telescope. Okay. Um, yeah, there's I think three. You can't see without a telescope and or they are would fall below the horizon. Uh, one was Mercury and then um, Saturn. Or was it Jupiter? No, it was Jupiter. Sorry. It was Mercury, Jupiter, and then Uranus. You could not see them because either they were below the horizon or mm-hmm. they were, uh, they're too far away. So anyway, yeah, it was, uh, it was cool because you could, clearly see Mars and Venus and then the moon, of course. And the, But I had this app, so we were all able to look on this app and see where they were in the sky. And so it was really neat just to see this line of oh, planets. Yeah. Oh, for and sure. It was, it was fun, you know, because we had, you know, the kids, right, were there, you know, everybody's out. And even Shan's husband came out and he's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. So it was fun. We had a little celebration for the planet parade when we were outside. Oh, yeah. Well, of so. course. That would be fun. Yeah. So No, I did see some of the planets and I didn't actually go out looking for them, but I was walking in the, you know, overseeing the owls, I think. And it, I saw some of them, you know, and I thought, oh, that's right. That's happening. And then, of course, it went right out of my head as soon as I walked out of the park. You know what I mean? So I didn't get to see them all and I sure didn't have that app, but I did see the moon and I did see a couple of the planets. So that was far out, you know? Um, so... Yeah, awesome stuff. Yeah, this this astronomy stuff is so fun. It's just so fun. It's just, yeah, it's fun to think about what else might be out there, you know. Mm -hmm. And I personally think, again, they're already here. What what does that mean? Like, I don't know what what are aliens. I mean, as far as I know, we're the aliens, like humans. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we, I guess we are, but I don't know. It's cool to think about. I like to, to, twist around with that thought process and see, you know, where can I go with that in my well, and I, imagination? 
it is cool. And I, and that whole, I'm still thinking about the James Webb telescope and this wrinkle of time and space. And could that be like, you know, what they talk about in all these shows like wormholes, you know, I mean, kind of. As think? far as I could tell, that was not a wormhole. Okay. Everything that I read about it, wormholes, okay. I guess, are different. Um, okay. They've shown like black holes. I don't know if they've ever shown anything like a wormhole on the James Webb telescope, but they, they've definitely shown what they will say is a black hole or there's mm-hmm. actually a convergence of some black holes coming together. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I've seen anything with, that's a wormhole at this point. So I don't, I don't know. Um, it could be that it's there and I just haven't seen them talk about it, but I've seen them talk about a lot of cool things and that I don't recall. So I don't, I would say this isn't one because that's right. nothing in what I've read on multiple sites and their site on social media. None of them said that. So I would think that they would or say also known as a wormhole if that's what it was. So, mm-hmm. but still neat to see that, that bending, right? Yeah. Yeah. That that's warping just... of space time. You can I mean, actually we... see it. Well, and they talk about it on all these shows, right? I mean, they talk about it on on Star Trek, and I don't know if they talk about it on Star Wars, but I've definitely heard them talk about it on Star Trek. So, and of course, all of the like, um, what's the name of that show on the Discovery Channel? Ancient Aliens. They talk about it on there too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, cool. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna be thinking about that now for a while. All right, get that out of my head, Steffi Jean. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so a lot, just a lot of things are happening. Um, a lot of things are happening. I think, I think paranormal activity is a little bit ramped up right now. I feel like, what do you think? Did you say ramped up? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think it's ever died down. You're right. That is true. That is true. But I've been saying things that are just, yeah, make me think that maybe even more so right now, you know? Um, I mean, even in our parking garage, can I just say downtown? But so, but yeah, interesting. And it's that, you know, it's that, you know, like Kristen said, around the Beltane time, you know, it's kind of like the whole Salon time, you know, it's, they're thinner. But I, I really think the veil between the worlds has just kind of been thin for a very long time. Yeah, so, I think, I mean, we're going through some kind of shift, clearly. Um, this doesn't usually last this long ramp up this long with this kind of activity and we're still getting lots of um contacts you know people wanting us to come out and check out and mm-hmm. not that it's uh scary stuff you know there's people yeah. calling and just or emailing us and saying hey can do you want to come out and check out this activity i think they just kind of want to show it off and yeah. I'm, I'm like gosh that's that's great but if you don't have a problem with it I do not have any time to come out. <laughs> exactly. I got to save my time for the stuff that needs our attention. So, yeah. I mean, because some people just, they like to have their, their spirits and everything's okay mm-hmm. and nobody's suffering and it's all good. So that's great. Yep. Then yep. keep on it keeping is. on with that. Yeah. Yeah. We get a lot of those calls too. And it's like, well, if, if you're not worried about it, same thing that you said. Yeah. We just have too many things happening to just come out just to say, hey, you know? <laughs> right. 
Right. I mean, it's, yeah. And, and I don't, I think they're excited, you know, but then of course you got to tell them, Hey, just watch it because the more you start showing this stuff off, the more attention you give it, it could change it, you know, oh, too. So you have to be careful. It's kind of a, kind of a catch 22. Okay. So if you're just cool with it and it's just the way it is and that's where it ends, that's fine. You know, it's mm-hmm. your house, you have this activity and it's just like you have roommates and everybody's cool, then okay. I guess I wouldn't be okay with it, but fine. But the more you start to show it off to people, you start sending around the videos, you start asking people to come over and check it out and you're inviting it to change as well because you're bringing a lot of attention to it. And if you're not okay with that, you don't want it to change, then you kind of have to sit quiet with it, you know, and just, Mm -hmm. just do your normal things with it, but don't invite other people or start, you know, sharing lots of videos because it'll change and it will change. may not be right away, but it probably will change. I won't say for sure, but usually it does. And then are you going to be happy with that? Maybe not. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They rarely are. And I mean, we've had clients where they love to take pictures. They love to take videos, but it only makes that activity even more. Right. And Right. You know, I've had to counsel people, stop it. Maybe you need to delete all your videos, but for sure, stop taking videos. You're yep. only making it stronger, you know? Yep. Stop, stop all it. of it. I mean, videos, audio, taking just photos, whatever, it doesn't yep. matter. Just stop, you know, because, yep. yeah, that's an invitation. It is. An indirect invitation to continue communication. It's an unintentional invitation, Absolutely. unless it's intentional and you're saying do more of this because I'm taking video. I mean, of course, then that's intentional. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you're just taking pictures or setting up a camera to see if it happens again or whatever, then that's that could be considered unintentional, but still an invitation. Oh, yeah. And what's really bad is when one person is so fascinated with it all that they keep doing this and the other person that lives there is scared to death and wants nothing to do with this and wants it done. You know? Well, yeah, then that's and, not cool. Oh, no, no, no. And we had a case like that last year. And, you know, we just said you need to, we did a really good clearing and cleansing of the house and it was clean. And we told this guy, do not take any more videos. Done. I think he must have taken our advice because we haven't, I think last time Jerry checked in with him, everything was still cool. So thank heavens, right? Because his wife was just scared to death you know so yeah that's not okay when someone in the household's not comfortable with it and you keep doing it but that's like anything you know if someone's not comfortable with something that their family member is doing and they continue to do it I mean that's just well there's obviously other things going on that maybe need to be addressed but yeah I know oh my gosh you know what we have blown past our (laughs) our um, 30 minute time so we are we have to go to commercial breaks so stay with us This is The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. In order for the light to shine so brightly, the darkness must be present. Tune in every Monday at 10 o'clock for Dark Sun Rising on the Para-X Radio Network. Heidi, have you listened to The Calling lately? Why, yes, Steph, I have. It's really good. Have you? 
absolutely. It's what I would say is a wild and wooly affair. So does that mean it's a wild and wooly Wednesday show? <laughs> well, I definitely think that that's true. So you know we listen, since The Calling is the sibling show to our show, The Gathering. Listen to The Calling Radio Show with Jerry and Kimberly, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Para-X Radio Network. Hi, this is Marla Brooks from Stirring the Cauldron. Thursdays are a great night on the Para-X Radio Network. On the first and third Thursdays of the month at 8 p.m., it's Tango and Friends, hosted by Bruce Tango. And on the alternate Thursdays at 8 p.m., tune in to Stirring the Cauldron, the Archive podcast. Every week at 9 p.m. Eastern, join me on Stirring the Cauldron Live. And then at 10 p.m., stick around for New Aeon Now with Lily Alley, Davron Michaels, and Christine Matza. Finally, to round out the night, join Dr. Kelly Renee Schutz on the Paranormal Encounters podcast. All this, every Thursday, right here on Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network, and it's our Paranormal Smorgasbord tonight. We've been talking about all sorts of things, and right now we're just talking about paranormal activity, which, hey, mm-hmm. good topic for us, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I was I was saying that I feel like it's ramped up. I mean, not that it ever calmed down, which is what we talked about, but I feel like it's even more happening right now. It's happening. Um. And and you've had calls, and I know Sim has had calls, and of course there have been the Bigfoot, all the Bigfoot news. You know that they're, you know, the Bigfoot call up in northern Minnesota right before we were up there. Oh, by the way, when we were up there, have you ever investigated the Beale Cemetery? Have we talked about that on this show? Um, I haven't been there. I've heard about wow. it, and I know people that have been there. But crazy, um, yeah, I have crazy. not been there because it was too far out of the way when I was mm-hmm. hoping to go there. It was I was up for Grand Rapids doing the ghost hunting class, and oh, yeah. yeah, it was still like an hour away, the other direction that we were staying with friends, so we didn't go. But I'd like to get over there at some point, um, not in summer, so. Yeah, it, well, and, you know, I, I'm not one to investigate cemeteries at all. but No, we were, me either, but I've heard some interesting things about that yes, one. Yes, and so when we, Squatchers were up there, um, we were up in Virginia mid-March. You know, we had a Squatch chat up there, and unfortunately it was the weekend that the blizzard happened. You know, another snow event, right? But before the snows came, Josie brought us out to the Buell Cemetery. Um, wow, active. We... It was, we had a ghost box going and we had, you know, I was touched a few times. There was just some weird feelings. I crawled into, there is an old building that um, is a, has a cistern in it, you know, and so of course I had to go in there. And what was interesting is I thought I heard a bird and I said, wow, there's a bird in here. And across our, across the ghost box, it said, no, that was me. And it was, you know, like a woman's voice, you know, Mm -hmm. but I mean, everything that the, that they were saying on the ghost box made sense with what we were talking about at the same time. So, and we had a lot of hits and we weren't there that long. We were there maybe an hour because it was super cold and windy and it was right before the snow hit. But 
it sure it was very active and um yeah we'll be back and we're hoping to get up there now before you know before all the bugs get super bad everywhere in minnesota mm-hmm. because i think it's really good bigfoot country too you know there have been a lot of sightings up there so we'll do you know maybe a paranormal investigation at the buell cemetery and then we'll do some bigfoot we'll do it all on the same night actually because mm-hmm. it's all in the middle of the woods right yep uh, um but yeah, what a cool place. What a cool place. Yeah, so, I've heard interesting things. And again, I'm also not a fan of investigating cemeteries. I don't think they're that active, but no. that one I've heard good things about. So, well, and I think you'll have, you should have like a three day window between yeah. winter and bugs. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, you can get up there. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and that's, and that's what we're thinking. I think we'll come up with a day. We have a, a little catch up call between the bunch of us. So we'll pick out a day, but yeah, we had fun up there. I got to tell you, I, we stayed at, you know, we met some cool people. It was just, it was a very fun weekend and it was a good bonding weekend for us, you know, cause we hadn't been anywhere for a while. And the fact that there, there was snow and we really couldn't get out in the woods cause it was like snowing two inches an hour or something, um, was fine. You know, we all just kind of hunkered down and just, you know, it was just a fun girls weekend then, you know, but we did, like I said, we did that walk around that cemetery and we did have the squatch chat. And so fun. It was just fun, but we will get up there for sure. But yeah, cemeteries are not my jam, you know, but this mm-hmm. one was cool and there was just so much happening. And, you know, Josie was telling us things about, cause she lives in Virginia, which is not far from there. And she talked about how they conjured, you know, like, um, reapers and all kinds of stuff, you know, and they were like, um, um, satanic rituals somebody did there and so there's just a lot of messing around with the energy up there you know so yeah i i'm looking forward to that i think it'll be super fun when we get back well and that's not cool either because the more people mess around in cemeteries it's going to be shut down i mean they're not going to let people go in so and it's disrespectful frankly to do stuff like that it's you know disrespectful to the people who are buried there I'm with you, but, um, you know, and there supposedly is a, uh, there supposedly was a tuberculosis sanatorium near there too. And a lot yeah. of the, a lot of the patients that passed away are buried there in the potters. So there's an actual potters field where they've buried people from the hospital and from, they still bury people there who have no money and are just destitute and they die and that's where they get buried. And that's actually where I was touched. It was kind of weird. And then the the EVP that we got said too young and healthy or something. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess maybe they're not ready to come and read me. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. You know, it's kind of a bizarre thing, but kind of made sense with the things we were talking about. So, yeah, it was a really fun, active. It was like 12 o'clock in the day, you know, when we were up there mm-hmm. between 11 and 12. So daylight, I mean, right before the storm, it was so if it was that active then. Mm-hmm. Imagine, you know. Yeah, then um, that's you know it brings up a good point because um, a lot of times people think you have to yeah do no. a paranormal investigation at night, and that's not always the case. No. I always ask people when they ask to do an investigation somewhere. I say, well, you know, when is it most active? You know, or if it's open, mm-hmm. if it's a business, then you have to go and it's closed. And I get that, mm-hmm. but you know, if it's closed on a weekday and it's always active during a weekday. I would rather investigate during the day then, you know, than yeah. 
in the middle of the night. If it's not going to be active in the middle of the night, then why would you go in the middle of the night? That right. doesn't make any sense. So, right. um, I, but a lot of times you want to go in at nighttime because you're also trying to reduce uh, like visual noise, mm-hmm. you know, by having lights mm-hmm. off and no sunshine and not as many people running around town or, you know, yeah. whatever. So I, I get that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like to investigate when it's active, mm-hmm. not necessarily you know, at night, it might be both. Yeah. It's active yeah, it and could it's nighttime. Be. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. But, so yeah, fun, fun stuff. But I think it would be fun to, you know, Josie thought maybe we could get a permit because I think this, I think it closes like at nine or 10 or something like that. You know what I mean? So you definitely are not supposed to be there after that time. But no. she thought because she lived up there and she's a resident, she could probably get us a permit or something. So we could be there at night if we wanted to. But I'm mm-hmm. like, but why? It's so active. If it's active during come, the day. Well, yeah, we could come during the evening and just kind of hang out till it gets dark and then, you know, go out in the woods somewhere and build a fire and wait for a Sasquatch to come and see us. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's my idea. But, um, yeah, I think it'll be, it'll be, it'll be super fun. So just thought I'd bring that up because I never, you know, I've heard about that place many times in the mm-hmm. years we've been doing this and I'm always like, really, it's a cemetery. Come on. You know, yeah. but. It was quite amazing. So does anyone in our chat room have any subjects? Normally you guys are just bust, you know, bursting with ideas and what you want to talk about. And we're not getting anything here today. What is I know. We're not, we're not <laughs> hearing anything from you folks They're in the chat room, which is, that's fine. But yeah, like Steph said, usually you guys have some ideas or topics or interesting stories that you you send us through the uh, the mm-hmm. chat room. So mm-hmm. if you do, go ahead and share it. If you have an interesting story of something that's happened to you recently or just a question, uh, go ahead and pop it in the chat room and we can share it Absolutely. on the air. So Absolutely. One of the things that I was going to uh, mention is that we're going to have um, one of our shows this month. I think we're going to talk about those triangles. And I was doing just a little bit of research and do you know they have two of them out east they have like one in massachusetts and one in vermont i'm it's quite fascinating and i know of the bridgerton what does it all mean yeah there's that one and then there's another one too and the name escapes me but there are like two of them out there and then there's you know of course the great lakes one and there's the Mm -hmm. alaska one and there's the bermuda triangle and you know and there's some other really interesting stuff that i've that I've uncovered. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be a good show. And I think that we'll probably do that. I think that's weeks, the 18th. Maybe? Yeah. Because so, we have guests on the 11th and the 25th. I know. I so, know. And I'm excited for both of those. So next yep. week we're having Marla back. Um, Mystic Marla. Par- yeah. Palm, palm reading. Yeah. Which is, oh, she's always fun. She's always a kick. Um, so that'll be super fun. And then in three weeks, we're having. Uh, we'll have. Peggy from the Wildlife Science Center. She'll be here. We're going to be doing a on the phone or Skype or whatever she has Mm -hmm. uh, with her this month. And then we're hoping in July, I believe it's July, that we're going to do a live in at their location. Yeah. Because she's hoping that they'll have wolf pups by then. Mm -hmm. Not that we're going to go find the wolf pups, but she might be able to take the phone out there you know, during the show and we can phone her in, even though we're going to be there, but phone her in, she can go stand over by the, mm-hmm. the uh, wolf 
enclosure. enclosure. I mean, it's huge. It's not an enclosure. It's a huge it's a big, acreage yeah. of, yeah. it's acres of fenced in area. Yeah. And then she can get the wolves. Cause remember last time we had her, yeah. she got the wolves to howl. Absolutely. So yeah. it was awesome. It was so awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, but it would be yeah. cool if we were actually there. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll probably have to sit in the building, especially if it's July, it's going to be buggy as all get out. So <laughs> we'll probably want to be in the building, but yeah. even before the show, we could go out and do a Facebook live or something mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm. and show people the cool animals. I haven't been to this location. They've been there for a few years well, now. I was I at the either. old location mm-hmm. and the old location. We actually stayed overnight once. I've mm-hmm. been there a couple of times, but we stayed overnight and it was so awesome. It's so, I mean, it's a sanctuary. It's not that they just trap animals and keep them there. They bring animals in that are, are found, you know, that are sick or that are, you know, abandoned, you know, or their parents are killed or whatever. Um, So they have all sorts of reasons that animals have to come to that, uh, the science center, but it's all because, uh, you know, something happens, you know, there's injuries or whatever. Yeah, they do great job out there and yeah I haven't been there either so yeah I was I was kind of thinking maybe I could try to get out there before she was on in a couple weeks but we'll see we'll see how it all goes um but yes that'll be super fun and you know well I'm gonna just do a little admin stuff here and put a plug in for our sibling show the calling which is tomorrow night uh do tune in it's at 8 p.m eastern standard time right here on the para x radio network and tomorrow night, there Jerry's going to be interviewing uh, Matt Gesso, who is the newest member of the Sim Crew. And actually, he was a crew member a few years back, and then he left for a while, and then he asked to come back. And so he's back on board, which is cool, you know. Great. So he'll be, and he used to have his own show, so so he knows the whole radio broadcasting thing. So it'll be a fun show. Who knows what they'll talk about? I'm sure it'll be wild and woolly <laughs> yeah so that's if i remember right being on matt's show before i think yes <laughs> it should be an interesting show <laughs> yeah for sure yeah so it'll be fun and and i know that uh jerry uh, jerry is god he's gonna kind of have different sim members as as co-hosts for a while um kimberly is no longer on the show so Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know it's that. It's kind of, kind of changed up a little bit, which happens occasionally. You know what I mean? So anyway, tune in tomorrow night with the, to the calling at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Awesome. So, yeah, I think it'll be fun. All right. So well, I- I've got one other thing that I wanted to throw out there, and it just so happens it has to do with aliens again, <laughs> because mm-hmm. I just keep going after some of the yeah, stuff this it. is i saw this a long time ago and i keep forgetting to bring it up on the the uh radio show but one of the things that i read again this was years ago about how they keep looking at we'll say um like octopus squid right what are they uh cephalopods uh yeah. is that the cephalopods right so. um they uh they're looking at this group of species and really having a hard time finding where it came from on this planet. Like as they're looking at the DNA, you know, strings and the chains and whatever, and looking at the history of where this could come from, they're really having a hard time connecting it with anything else on this planet. And so one of the theories out there is 
did it come from somewhere else? You know, is this a, you know, actual alien being because they really can't connect it to anything else here. And so it's kind of an interesting thought that, you know, was it, you know, let's say that it was brought by aliens or land, but there, how, you know, did aliens just load them into the ocean? No, probably not. So one of the theories is that there could have been some kind of genetic code or, you know, in a meteor that hit the earth however long ago, right? And Mm -hmm. when the meteor, you know, then this, this genetic code or whatever, or it could have been even like some kind of virus that took hold and created this these species i mean millions and years millions of years ago mm-hmm. and um but so cool right because and if you think about how different they look compared to so many other species on these on this planet right mm-hmm. you know there's so many i mean lots of species have different qualities mm-hmm. and characteristics and stuff but cephalopods are really different oh, you know so Anyway, I thought it was kind of cool to think about that again, you know, entering in this alien thought process. And I just keep forgetting to bring it up. And then I saw, I don't know what I saw that made me think about it again. So I'm like, oh, I got to bring that to the paranormal smorgasbord. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, and you know, I just discovered there's so many things in the ocean. I still say mermaids are out there. But they discovered a fish, like, I don't know, 10 miles down in the ocean that they'd never oh, seen. Oh, I saw before, that. Right? Yeah. Did you see it? Really yep. white, of course, because they never see daylight. There's no light. Right? You know? It looks like how it has arms. Live? Well, and, and how can they live under all that pressure, right? Because the pressure of all that water on top of you, I just don't understand how they can, how well, anything can survive down there. They're designed that way. You know, that's the yeah, thing is that I know, they've but, oh. evolved to to li- be able to, to live in it. Yeah. But yeah, yep. it, that's amazing too, because we have mm-hmm. to have very, you know, special equipment that can get down that far because most yeah. things would be crushed under Absolutely. that, under that Absolutely. pressure. So yeah. And this squishy little fish, right? This little cool. squishy yeah. fish. It's cute. Although it, was cute kind of. it looks like it has arms. I thought. I know. I thought Front he was cute. <laughs> it is kind of in a weird, squishy, translucent kind of way. It is kind of cute. Like they could make a cute yeah. cartoon out of it, I think. Absolutely. Someone could. But yeah. it's it is kind of a neat looking creature. But it does look a little bit alien too, I think. It does. It does. Yeah, that's what made me think of it. I'm like, well, that kind of looked a little alien too, you know? So yeah. Just cool stuff. Yeah, so, I think it set a new record though of the farthest Oh, it was deep. down when they've and been able to remember. find. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember exactly how many feet it was. Cause I think the Titanic is like at 10,000 feet. Right. And that there are creatures down there, but this was like way more than that. You know, that was just a number I threw out there, but yeah, it's huge. It's like unbelievably deep. So yeah, cool. Very cool. All right. So I just ran across uh, this picture I'm putting this link up. This trucker in Arizona. I mean, it looks pretty cool. I don't know. He was driving um, in Arizona on March 11th, and he saw this transparent figure standing on the side of the highway. Yeah. That is pretty cool, I got to say. I think that looks... I watched it, and I didn't know if it was some kind of 
digital noise though from the it camera the still the still photograph though you know that they have right at the top looks pretty cool i yeah i, I know, know. i looked crazy. at that i thought it was interesting but i also feel like there could be digital noise there which is creating the the light anomaly and then we matrix it in to be legs or whatever well, you know yeah, but, yeah right but it certainly does look like legs to me i don't know you know but i didn't watch the video i only saw that first picture and i don't know if there's sound on this video so i hate to open it up just in case um we have a bunch of sound but cool stuff anyway now i don't yeah see, i you know, I mean, in Arizona, could it be? Sure thing, because Arizona yeah. has lots of fun stuff happening there. But um, yeah. I don't know. I saw it and I'm like, gosh, that one's hard to that one's hard to wrap, you know, put in the paranormal category for me. I mean, initially when I saw it, I didn't get the vibe that it was, you know, I wasn't feeling it, that it was paranormal. Because mm -hmm. some mm -hmm. things you see and you go, oh, my gosh, Whoa. and you just feel yeah. something it, it, is yeah. different. Right. And this didn't have that. You know, and I guess that's no proof. That's proof of nothing. But for right. myself, it just, <laughs> I can just say it. That's it. My own opinion. And uh, it just yeah. didn't feel paranormal. But yeah. anyway, that means nothing. Well, I know. Well, anyway, you know, it's all cool. But it, but no more reports of Mothman, which is, I was kind of disappointed because I went to that same page where I found those all those other ones. And there's a lot of other things about like the planets and UFOs associated with all these this planet alignment and stuff, but nothing about the Mothman, you know. Yeah, so I I don't know if there have been any more, and they just haven't been um, reported. But yeah, I always look for that because I just think that's so cool. Like I said, we have to keep our yeah. keep a watch on that because does that mean something's gonna? You know, we always think they're a harbinger of something bad happening. You know trying to tell us that something bad is going to happen, you know? So. Um, yeah, I always, I look at this map. I put it in the chat room of Illinois, right? That has a, a very large amount of sightings that mm -hmm. it's just, um, it's shocking how many yeah. sightings are just in the Chicago area. And you can zoom and look at it. I mean, there's quite a few. And so again, you just, um, is it, yeah, is it because they're trying to warn, like something's coming, or I don't know, but it makes me want to have a stopover in Chicago and sit outside for a while. Well, they don't have to be outside, but I guess that's mainly where they're seen. Um, well, outside. and so many of them, at least the ones that have the stories that have been reported that we've talked about, have mm -hmm. been around O'Hare, right? So really yep. close to the big airport down there, you yep. know, and so what does it all mean? Because I mean, that, for me, is a bucket list right there yeah. I, yeah i'd love to see a mothman i don't know what i'd do i might faint i might <laughs> fall over and topple off whatever i'm standing on fall, hopefully yeah. nothing far <laughs> down but yeah it's that's a uh, that's a bucket list for me seeing a mothman well and look at they go it goes all the way up that side of lake michigan right so it goes all mm -hmm. the way up to michigan to milwaukee you know but clustered in chicago so that's yeah. what makes me think well, if something a cat something catastrophic happens there, we'll know, you know, because yeah, that is just that is cool. Yeah, I don't really see anywhere else in the nation where they've been spotted, right? So that's the only cluster on this map. Well, if that it's, unless that's the only place that they've that this reported. site has documented because someone lives mm -hmm. in the area. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. You know, it next was... time I go near where my sister lives, they have a reported sighting. And I, if I can get there and spend a little bit more time and, you know, my sister and mom are up, up for a little Mothman yeah. adventure, yeah. I want to go and see yeah. where the sighting was, where she lives, yeah. because it's not far. And I want to see if I can, if we can... Not that just it would happen. I'd just be lucky, you know. They have one sighting there, and mm-hmm. I show up on some random night, and there's Mothman again. I'm not that lucky. <laughs> I just that would be cool though. Yeah. Well, and you know they have that Mothman festival down in Iowa, but Demeter, Iowa, or something. Is that the name of that town? Every summer, yeah. because they mm-hmm. had a sighting like a hundred years ago and I don't know that anybody's ever seen them since but it's their claim to fame you know well, so good for good on them the mothman yeah the mothman. I would have a festival every year if I saw a mothman somewhere I would make sure there's a festival every year for that yeah yeah well because and that's, that's something you know, to celebrate yeah well it is true you know and then there's Rima who they say they're the Bigfoot Bigfoot the home of Bigfoot you know mm-hmm. personally I think there's more a little bit further north but that's just my opinion. And I know they're having the Bigfoot days this year, but we will be unable to go because I will just be coming back from the island that day and Katie can't go. And so I just think we'll, we'll wait for another year or two. But the last time we were there, I don't think COVID is, is done with, you know, messing with these festivals. So mm-hmm. we'll see, you know, maybe next year is the good year for us to go. Yep. But I hope it's I hope it's popular because you know when we used to go Heidi before COVID it was crazy our we were just swamped with people the whole time we were there. Yep. Yeah, it was always fun. So hopefully yeah, it picks back up again. Absolutely. I hope so too. So, but yeah, that's just one of the ones in Minnesota happening this year. So, but anyway, well, what else you got going on? I think that's about it. We've only got a couple of minutes left. And um, I am excited for next week, though. Our palm I am reader. Too. I'm too. Yep. She's, palm reader. She's pretty cool. And so she's got some really interesting things that she wants to talk about uh, this, uh, this next time. So we are going to talk about some different things that we talked about last time she was on. So cool. if you didn't hear it you can go listen to the podcast because uh our podcast is up there we'll you know you can look it up and find it she um she'll be on this time and uh it's gonna she's gonna be talking about medical predictions from uh your your lines on your hands she kind of touched on that last time she did a little bit but she's gonna she wants to go more in depth Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i love it because she she was actually a nurse or something before she started doing she was in the medical field so yeah it's it's fascinating actually so yes there's other things that she's going to talk about but so i'm excited for next week or mystic marla so thank you i guess we have to pretty soon the music's going to start playing so thanks everyone for listening into the paranormal smorgasbord tonight and thank you to all the troops who may be listening please be safe and thank you for your service yes and everybody in the chat room Thanks for joining us, even though you guys were awfully quiet tonight, but that's okay. Yes. We love having you here. And it must just be our this amazing discussion that we had that they oh, were absolutely. just so tuned in. It was fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> that you, you were just speechless. I know. <laughs> so thank I'm you wondering. for being here. And everybody else, wherever you are listening, thank you so much for joining us. We love having you with us. And Para X Radio Network 
our hostess with the mostest. Thank you so much. We love being here. And of course, Sarge, the most amazing producer on the planet, pulling it all together once again. Thank you so much for everything. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, everyone.